Hey, this is Brian Jump. Welcome to the SAI Million Dollar PDR Podcast. We go over actionable tips that have served my business well over the last 30 years, and hopefully they'll be beneficial to you too. Hey, hey. What's going on? This is Brian Jump. Million Dollar PDR Podcast. Yeah, I said it. I said millions. I mean, what am I going to say? 25 cent podcast? Shekel? Come get a half pence or a shilling? No, of course not. We got to talk big. It should be the billion dollar podcast. We're headed that direction. We're moving in the right direction out as the great soul mistress, songstress Aretha Franklin once said during one of her shows, a great live show from the early 70s. Um, but anyway, that's another story of another time. If you guys want to talk about soul, hit me up off, off the airwaves. Love my, love some soul music. So what's happening? How's your week? You making money? Do you have some good food? A lot of things going on, huh? I keep hearing recession. I keep hearing it from certain people. I hear it from, uh, the news. You hear it in certain sectors. It's so weird. Where I live, it's kind of a bubble, although I'm sniffing it a little bit. Some people seem to be pretty sensitive to the dollar. Where, I mean, we went out to dinner the other night, and man, it was packed. You could not, there was no inkling of a recession. You know what I'm saying? I mean, no, you couldn't find a, a chair. A buddy of mine was there hanging out behind us. So we started chatting it up. I'm like, his name is Sean. I'm like, Sean, bro, you know, good luck. My wife is really good. She's a she's a seat sniper. That lady can freaking lock and load her freaking 15-foot barrel and pick off a buck across the entire restaurant. And sure as shizzle, I parked the Tesla, sauntered in, and there she was, hand in the air, right over here, two seats, with people waiting outside in a line. I'm just like, man, certain people just have certain talents. That's one of hers. I mean, everybody's got superpowers, right? Her finding seats in a in a filthy, disgusting, beautiful restaurant is one of them. She can find a parking spot. She can find a deal on Facebook Marketplace, and and it's going to be ten percent price of the true value of the item. She's just a a witch when it comes to those things, and much much more other things. I mean, you think it's our anniversary? I'm giving her a tribute. I mean, she's a great wife. Don't get me wrong. She, she's made a really good first wife. How's that? I don't plan on having a second. But you never know. I have to I have to number this appropriately just to keep things organized. But anyway, your first time here. Welcome. So what do we talk? We talk service marketing. We talk specifically auto body related stuff. But that doesn't mean that you can't get some value out of it. You know, if you're running a, a kitchen and bathroom remodel or you're a mobile detailer or a skin anesthetist, is that right? Such a hard word to say, especially when you have five tongues like me. Um, so yeah, so that's what we do. We talk, we talk, we try to make more money. We try to improve our marketing, right? That's kind of where it's at. To me, the juice is the marketing. So on that note, let's do a little recap here. We had some great customers and it wasn't by chance. Good, good week. A lot of bonuses were handed out to the, the co-workers. 
And that's what it's all about. It's about making cheddar. It's about making the coin, right? The Kwanzaa, not the Kwanzaa, the the, the Kwan. What, what did uh, what in the Jerry Maguire movie? What did what did he call it? I thought he called it the Kwan. But anyway, money, right? Rolls Royce comes in. Great guy, great guy. Second car, car we fit we've done for him. The first one was a, a Tahoe. We did a PPF front third, and then we did a ceramic back. No dents because it's brand new. Rolls-Royce 2012, complete paint polish because the thing looked like brushed stainless because somebody had been car washing it. Shame, shame, shame. Um, and we did a couple of dents on that. And then a ceramic. Um, six Porsches. Unless I'm, I mean, a ton of Porsches this week. Alfa Romeo, Giulia, Teslas, Benzes, BMWs. And just to keep things grounded so we didn't get a big ego, Prius. 07 Prius came in. Yep. Painted the hood, painted the bumper, a little pushed paint, saved that aluminum hood. That thing was thrashed. I think it hit a trailer hitch because it had that perfect square little notch in it, you know? Oh, man. So, check this out, kids. A little fun fact. Our, I was looking at our stats before I hopped on to do this little recording. Our monthly average customer spend went up 18% this month. Actually, what month is it? No, it was last month. Or no, it's actually the rolling month. So the last 30 days, there we go. So last and this. That's average. You know how hard it is to go up, you know, that much, that quickly? It's not easy. And you might be thinking, oh, you just have one or two huge jobs, Brian. That doesn't even count. Stop being such a bitch. That, that's pretty harsh, man. I, I hope you're not talking to me like that. But if you are, hey, touche. I got thick skin. I got a thin heart, but thick skin. So... How do we do it? I'm gonna, I'm gonna share. Always actionable tips here. You got your crayon? You ready? We started by being even more selective with our clients. That's how. And it's a work in progress, guys. It's wheels in motion. It's the tides rising, if you will. Lots of analogies here. I'm the king of analogies. The KOA. So, we started being more selective, okay? Broom the guppies and net the marlins. Or Hook the Marlins, right? Saw Jaws again. I, that's one of those movies that's such a staple. I had to take a dirt road here. I, I, I love Jaws. Love the actors. I mean, the, the supporting actors are King Kong. And of course, I think it's Spielberg's first movie he directed. The music, and you can just see it, man. It's just epic. Such a good watch. Such a good film. Yeah, there's some corny stuff, and I'm not going to... Does it play for the millennials or the, the noobs? Eh. The special effects for the shark are kind of weak. It's, it, it could have been worse. Side, side dirt road. Did anybody ever go to Universal Studios back in the 70s or early 80s when they actually had a Jaws ride to follow up after the movie? There was a mechanical Jaws on a lake and you'd drive around in a boat, whatever, and it almost attack you. It was pretty cool. They still have the lake out there, and I think Jaws is just kind of parked. They're probably waiting for Jaws 15 to come out, and then they're going to fire him back up. Probably not. I mean, it was pretty gay. But anyway, so how did we... Broom the guppies and net the marlins, right? Marketing, of course. The message, of course. And the content. Everything had to kind of line up. And, and I know that's kind of generic, but it's, it's still, at the same sense, some, somewhat specific. Lots of S's in there. What did the small fish want? Okay. And you can brainstorm this, but, I mean, let's just kind of just, let's just kind of hit it and quit it, James Brown style. Soul, of course. The small fish want price. 
they probably want it fast, but they're not that, and they're going to say, I don't need it perfect. Although even the people who want it right, well, uh, it's a sneaky, it's like, it's like a, a freaking deep ass hole. It's a sinkhole. I did say deep ass and then I said hole, but I didn't put those two words together. I would never fucking swear on this podcast ever. All right. So small fish want a cheap price. They, they, and they may not even have much of a budget, right? They may want it free. And yeah, they'd like to have a quick, but they're willing to sacrifice a little bit of time. They usually want it on a week, a weekend because they can't take time off. They're working 15 jobs. What does the big fish want? The big fish wants it to look right. They want trust. They want it. They don't need it cheap, but they want it fair. We get a lot of uber wealthy clients. And it's not that they can't afford to spend 100x what our price is or 100,000x. And when we get ballers that you can just see the look on their face. And it's so funny. I was thinking about this today. I had a guy come in and pick up his, his Mercedes. And I am pretty damn confident he has FU money. He's just so freaking suave and chill and nothing. I mean, the air doesn't, I, I feel like we don't even breathe the same air. I think this guy's got like straight O2 with, I don't know, mushroom gas coming in up from his shirt or something. The dude is just so happy and chill and just nonchalant and like, yeah, yeah how much, whatever, I don't give a shit. Just, yeah, 1500 yeah, bumper, I don't know, whatever. Yeah, I'll bring my other car uh, next week, blah, 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 blah. All right, done. My, our kind of client. They just, the big fish, they want to be respected. They want to trust you. They want the job and, and they don't want to spend a lot of time doing more, much more research. They're hoping you're going to, you know, especially if somebody's not, we get some clients where they don't even, they have personal assistants bring us the car, right? It's not even the guy or the gal. It happens. And we've had celebs come too. Sometimes a celeb comes. It's like, wow, I'm surprised you wouldn't send a, a personal assistant, but I'm, I'm kind of glad you did it. It's nice to meet sometimes certain celebs, certain celebs you don't trust me. You do not want to meet. Uh, I could tell you guys stories. I used to work in the entertainment industry and I'm not talking porn industry. I'm talking like movies and award shows and stuff, but uh, I'm not going to, I'll whack some stories later, but not right now. Taking already too many dirt roads. So the big fish, that's what they want. They just want a fair price. They want market. They want exceptional quality, exceptional, usually. Okay. And if you want to, if you want to give them a little above and beyond service, they're going to appreciate that. And they don't expect it from our the automotive industry. Automotive industry is so meat and potatoes. There's, we're so ready for a freaking re, you know, re rejuvenation, a reincarnation of the auto body and auto repair because it's just so sloppy, you know. Oh my God. So you market appropriately to those clients, wherever they hang out, what they want to hear. And you do not say I'm the cheapest, you know, blah, blah, blah. We'll do it. So it doesn't need to be perfect kind of shit. No, if somebody says, Hey, I, I don't need it perfect. Guess what? Well, you may not need it that way, but that's the way we do it. In other words, that's a third degree way of saying, I'm not going to discount it because maybe you want 1% less done or something, right? And if that's what you're seeking, I get a lot of people. I said no to probably record by making more money with the, the big fish. Guess what? I also had to say no to a lot of people last week. And it was kind of painful. Hey, can you just give me a range? Nope. You got to come here. 
well, just I just need to. If you need to know, it's kind of like like window shopping. If you have to ask how much it costs, you can't afford it. And a lot of people can't. And they're and and some of those people might just be thinking, you know, I'm just trying to make sure you're fair. Well, you know, go read our reviews. We have a nice portfolio of reviews. Don't listen to what I'm going to say because what I say means nothing. It just doesn't. It means nothing. So that's your marketing right there. Market where and to whom you want with the right language. And avoid those dang guppies because they're going to waste your time. And like I said, it, it was weird. I still am kind of reeling by saying no to a lot of people. I said no to so many people this week and we made more money. Isn't that weird? I said no. No, 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 no. Yes, no, yes, no, no, no. More money. You think, oh, Brian, but why didn't you? I mean, I didn't do a lot of dents this week. I did a handful and they all paid great. I did one Mercedes. I probably spent 15, 20 minutes. I was 500 bucks. I did a Rivian hood, 350 bucks, 10 minutes. But I delivered exceptional quality. And on both those cars, guess what? We did extras. That was what I did to the car. I'm not going to tell you what my staff also did for those customers. And neither one of those guys tipped us, as a matter of fact. They weren't some of the customers this week that tipped us, which is going to lead me sweetly and coincidentally, coincidentally into tipflation, a big article that's going out around right now, circulating. I'm, I'm going to read, I'm going to read this, this uh, heading title. Americans think tipping culture is out of control and workers should be paid more. Well, I don't know about that. Oh, hold on one sec. We got a call coming in here. You're more important than that call. I rejected it, you little podcast listeners. All right, so tipping culture is out of control. Why are we talking about this? I'll tell you why I'm talking about it. If you guys do any retail work, you should be at the four-figure tip level if you're doing a decent amount of, of volume. You just should. We are. Four figures in monthly tips, guys. That matters. Our customers love what we do. One out of five people tip. The average tip's 50 bucks. How about those stats? 50 bucks. That's more than my wife gets tipped on average for being a hairstylist. Why did they tip? They want to show appreciation. And they show appreciation in, in multiple different ways. One is the, the tip, obviously. Other ways is bringing more cars. People will pay us thousands of dollars and they feel like they're in debt to us, like they owe us something more than what they paid. That's called doing your job. And not just stopping at the finish line, but sprinting through the finish line, throwing the 100 mile an hour fastball through the glove, not to the glove, right? Running through the end zone, not slowing down at the freaking line. Analogy, 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 right? And for those of you that think in our specific little tiny little niche industry about dent removal that it's about doing the last 1%, I got news for you. Dot, dot, dot. It's way more important than, than that. It's dealing with people. It's freaking taking a hold of them and squeezing their shoulders. 
not literally, but it's just connecting with people. It's cust- customer service. I, I heard this earlier this week on another pod. Customer service is marketing. It really is. And marketing is a lot more, but that's definitely within the marketing. It's about reaching people. You have to connect with them. It's the feels. We go the extra mile because we want those feels. What do you mean, Brian? What do you mean? All right. Something simple. Kelly, professional pickleball player. Baller. Our kind of customer. Love this guy. Brought his car in. I didn't know if we were going to get him. Hey, would you mind emailing me, emailing me that uh, estimate, Brian? Not a problem, Kelly. Send it on off. A month later, he books. I was shocked. I thought my email format is not the most polished thing. And this guy, I could tell, is I think he's ex Microsoft. That's I'm a, it's I'm right one or two Kevin Bacon degrees of Microsoft. D- done pretty damn well. Cayenne GTS silver, twenty two ceramic brake package, Alcantara, everything, baller car. Freaking sounds like a seventy one Chevelle with open exhaust from the other guy's movie Dwayne Johnson driving it if you remember that where they destroy the car how bad was that that sucked absolutely sucked but anywho great movie go watch other guys man with Mark Wahlberg Dwayne John Dwayne, Dwayne the Rock Johnson and a cavalcade of others um but we went the extra mile on on that on that Porsche okay we we polished it we washed it his air pressure, tire pressure sensor was going off. I filled all this, his tires. Um, of course, the repairs that we did on it, the painting, the dents, everything were done exceptionally well. Car was clean. Polished the hood because that's what everybody sees. I want the car to look like it hasn't ever looked unless it was brand new and they immediately took delivery of it if they bought it new. So the hood was polished. I mean, extra polished. We have a pretty secretive way of making paint really pop so that thing was glistening like freaking hot oil out of a freaking chinese takeout restaurant i mean it was shiny all right or how about a 14 year old kid just with a seriously bad breakout you know i'm talking like blacks and whiteheads and everything can you picture that almost dinner time good anyway going the extra mile kelly appreciate and then communication the customer service remember i said that's marketing this guy got an update twice a day. He was gone out of town, left the car with us. I still kept him in the loop of his car. Hey, we're going to park this inside in the warehouse. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. Just want to let you know, blah, blah, blah. I need to come back from the airport. Let me know if you could approximately because I want to get your car, walk, get, get, give her a little bath before you come, come back in so she's ready to go wherever you got to go. They, people appreciate that shit. What does it cost? It costs nothing. It just costs your attention. Attention to detail. And this guy, as baller as he is, and you know he doesn't do reviews, I'm definitely going to give you guys a review. I really appreciate all the service you've given me. Damn straight, brother. Damn straight. Even if you don't, the fact that you acknowledged it. Somebody at that level, we surprised him. We That guy, he's used to good service, right? Come on. He goes to the finest restaurants. He does the finest thing. Probably flies freaking first class. He was at some pickleball championships, some tournament. They didn't win it. I think second or third place or something. The guy can afford to do that. He doesn't work anymore. He's retired, I believe. Baller. 
and jovial, jub jubilant kind of guy. Just, I mean, I would hope to be happy if I was in those shoes too, but you never know. But those are the kind of people we need to fish for, isn't it? Aren't, aren't they? And then the tipping, the co-worker morale. When we get tips from people like, like Kelly and others, the co-worker morale, it goes up. Today, we got somebody gave us $100 cash. I, I freaking threw that stuff out like a stripper, man. Everybody got a piece of that. We split tips like a restaurant. And what does that do? What's, what's the elephant in the room? Another elephant? We all want to help the customer more. It's fun. And the other little baby pink elephant in the room is we get more jobs. That's right. What's easier? To spend 20 minutes, 30 minutes polishing a hood and filling some tires and sending a couple extra texts or to advertise more? I mean, you don't think Kelly's going to bring us more cars? Of course he is. He loved the experience here. It's unique. We are a standout. Try going to freaking Mako or Caliber. What's, what's exceptional about that? those brands? They're ass. Ass. A-A-S-S-S-S. Ass. Customers bring more or all of their cars to us Typically because they enjoy the experience. Make it a good experience. I Guys, I am not telling you I've got it all figured out. I don't. I have 99.99%. No, I'm not even close. Seriously, there's so much more work to be done. There's so much more experience improvement to be done. And I'm not going to... We're not going to give people hot towels when they come through the door. We're not going to give them you know, gift bags full of freaking Hermes and Cartier. No, come on. We're not trying to be that premium of a brand. But we still have a lot more things to do to lock down our brand, to really stand out and be unique. I've talked about this ad nauseum. Be unique. If you don't blend in, you've already won. If you do the job, you're just kind of, you're just meeting the expectation. You got to go beyond. Man, I, I remember this one experience I had with this brand today. Today we had a guy come in and says, yeah, Pavel's this guy's name. He's, a, he's actually an insurance agent. And he refers us a lot of work. How weird. We're not a DRP for that, that insurance company that ends in the word farm. If you get my drift. But he still refers people to us. Why? Because we blew him away. And he knows we'll take care of his friends and, and customers. For big stuff that they have to do a claim, great. He's got to do what he's got to do. But he'll refer other people to us. And he's referred probably a dozen or two. And yeah, does he call a favor every now and then? Of course he does. Does it bother us? No. Referrals are are the juice to the juice, right? The juice is the marketing and the referral is the juicy off the juice. It's just, it's amazing. So, let's recap. Average customer monthly or spend in the, la the last trailing 30 days, 18%. We honed down into our customers even tighter. I said no to more people, which allowed us to spend more time with the yeses. We were more selective. I picked the clients. Marketing, message, content, still got to be better. Our website ain't nothing. It's got to be way better. Our social media, same thing. I really need somebody to help us out. Our branding, our brand color, ass. We got so much more to do, guys. Uh 
What do the small fish want? Learn that. You want to know what they want and then turn 180 from that and go give what the big fish want. Where do they swim? Where can you market where the big fish swim? Where not to go where the little fish swim? Then we talked about tipflation. People think that tipping shouldn't be shouldn't be happening. It's out of hand. I I I digress. Yeah, I understand when you go they're not talking about our niche. And they're not talking about the average moron that's got his head in his phone and he's pressing keys at a Starbucks, star, uh, not Starbucks, or even, yeah, Starbucks even. They'll push the little tip, little keypad out, and how much would you like to tip? You know, when the guy's on his phone or he's not even paying attention to you or gal, whatever, here's your coffee. You know what? I, I don't feel any exceptional here. I'm not tipping you. You, d- you delivered what I expected. What am I getting that's extra? Oh, you know what? Here's a little cookie sample. Okay. Now we're talking, there's a little something, right? Here's a here's a glass of water. It's like, you know, why wouldn't you offer somebody water? Would you like a water? When I when I go out and, and go to a bar, they say, would you like water? Or they say, here, we'll get you water. Is that fine? Yeah, because they're trying to give you service. Why does the Starbucks do something like that? They could. They don't. They're a big brand. They're lazy. The little guy, there's probably plenty of little guys kicking their ass right now in little sub-niches which is awesome. That's why I like little medium brands because big, fat corporate America typically is sloppy. Caliber, Mako, and these other ones. So, do the big thing. Be unique. Get tips. Make more money. Get more clients. Coworker morale. People are happier. You're going to attract more people to work with you. It's just a freaking flywheel of just funness, right? It's just like sparklers just spinning around, just spraying sparks where everybody's smiling going, ooh, ah, it's beautiful. That's what business is supposed to be. Good marketing is it's exceptional. It's just fiery. It's, it glows. It's attractive. Shitty marketing is just the opposite. It's like a big turd in the yard that your bulldog just dropped. And flies have already started. Yeah, I'm not even going to go there. You already got a visual. I know I did too. That's why I had to stop. Why? Because dinner's coming. Other than that, I would have kept going. All right. So we just crested 26 minutes. Um, I got to bounce. I hope you guys like the Craig Hunter 1-800-DENT-DOC. I don't know. I feel like I kind of let everybody down a little bit on that interview. And I'll I'll touch on it briefly. I, I didn't really push him. I don't know what it was. He felt... I don't know. I really wanted to push him with some some specific questions, but I just sometimes there's little cues between the pauses and stuff, and you you kind of read somebody's tonality and everything. And I, I I went off a little bit off topic, just you know about money and, and growth and stuff. And I I don't think he was willing to share. I think he's taken some hits on the chin, and I don't know him that well enough to to kind of do a deep dive, you know, Oprah style. You know, it just, we just weren't there. I mean, I, like I said, there was content. I think people learned a lot. I, I learned. I was completely wrong about the guy. I thought one, the business model, I thought 1-800-DENT-DOC sold warranties. They don't. They got, they're, they're intermediaries between warranty companies and dent techs. That's it. Here I thought he had reps around the United States and they're freaking banging hard on the warranties. Not at all. He's just fulfilling the service. And I'm sure he's doing fine. 
yeah, I mean, I, that was the first thing that was, I was like, what? Wait a minute? Come again? But yeah, I hope you guys liked that episode. Um, I'm trying to get some more text to come in and, and get some good content. Just guys that work the streets. I'd love to get get uh, some more perspectives from, from Average Joe's or, or Average Joe's Plus Plus. I think that a lot of people can glean information from that. Thinking about doing a non-PDR but marketing podcast too. And just talk straight service marketing in addition to this. Because I think a lot of people... When they're searching for marketing, I don't think they're they're really gonna choose PDR and then think that it's gonna cross over. I mean, I, guys, I've learned so much about PDR marketing from other marketing, but I don't think a lot of people do that. I think people should. I think you can find so much inspiration and and str- strategy from other industries that house people that have exceptional marketing. I mentioned roofers, right? Which is you know, when it comes to hail, it's only a couple of degrees separation. But, man, there are some roofers that can market like like nobody's business. I'm talking billion-dollar businesses. And they market like freaking fiery witches. Picture that, a witch on fire on a broom. So, <laughs> I was going to say something about the wife. I was going to tie those, those three phrases together. I edited it for your pleasure. And just in case... Because my, my wife's not. She's actually an angel. So I just, it's just, I'm always thinking content. But anyway, didn't go there. So that's it. Hope there was something for you. Um, like I said, in another episode or two, hopefully we'll have some fresh meat. Get some people in here. We'll chit-chat, chat-chit. Thanksgiving's around the corner. Next uh, weekend, I'm going to try to do a pod from Louisiana. My wife and I are supposed to be out in the bayou. Going to visit our youngest He's out at LSU, so we're hoping to uh, take up some stock. Maybe uh, check out the, some gumbo or some of those uh, vittles from that uh, portion of the country. So that should be interesting, hopefully. Anyway, love you guys. Appreciate you guys. Okay, Keep the text coming. I've got some good input from the last few pods. I appreciate that. Keep it coming. 949-302-3464. You can message me on Dentco PDR on the gram. Um, and have a great week, man. Tune up your marketing, start making more money, better lifestyle, and everything's going to be great. Birds are going to sing, rainbows are going to rain, unicorns are going to corn. It's going to be good things. All right, guys, that's it. We out.